Stateside, Richard Arnold, good morning. Morning, Mike. So the pressure's piling on Israel now, isn't it? And uh, the US too. You know, we're hearing increasing concerns in Washington about the growing humanitarian crisis in Gaza. Uh, Antony Blinken, the US Secretary of State, says, quote-unquote, far too many Palestinians have been killed in the fighting. The latest focus is the largest hospital in Gaza, where at least five wounded patients in the Al-Shifa hospital, including a premature baby in an incubator, have died in that uh, hospital as a result of a power outage. Thousands of patients have been sort of trapped inside, even as the Israeli Defence Forces say Hamas is using medical science as locations for some of their efforts as human shield. The World Health Organization now says it has lost communication with that hospital, while the second hospital in Gaza City, second largest hospital, the Al-Quds, says it is no longer operational because of power outages and a few shortages. Israel says patients in need should be evacuated and Israel's Prime Minister Netanyahu told American CBS today there are efforts to aid this. Helping them by creating safe corridors. So we have designated routes to a safe zone south of Gaza City where there's no uh, fighting and we're telling them go ahead move. Well not so simple says Dr Rick Brennan of the WHO who is an Australian running that agency's emergency efforts. Here's what he says about it. Moving critically ill or unstable patients uh, is always a tricky situation. I'm an emergency physician. I've done a lot of medical evacuation in in my career. Moving one patient requires specialised staff, uh, equipment, supplies, you know, a clear passage, and then you've got to have a hospital that can receive them at the other end. Well, obvious, isn't it? Dr. Brennan notes as well of all of this. Two-thirds of the deaths uh, in Gaza have been amongst women and children. That's very unusual for a conflict zone. Previous conflicts in in Gaza, around 60, over 70% of the deaths were amongst adult men. We've had over 100 deaths of humanitarian workers. That's unprecedented. We've had over 30 deaths of, uh, of reporters. Yeah, there are striking stats, aren't they? Jake Sullivan, the US National Security Advisor, has been doing the rounds of the weekly uh, political talk shows here. He says... The United States does not want to see firefights in hospitals where innocent people, patients receiving medical care, are caught in the crossfire. Well, that's one aspect, but if some medical sites no longer are operational, that also is part of this awful situation. Yes, indeed. Uh, geez, are we here again with a shutdown coming this Where week? Where have we heard this before? Yeah. Yes, we are, sadly. This time, uh, government shutdown set for a Saturday, your time, if there's no deal. Uh, this time we have a, what, new Republican speaker in charge of things. Uh, with the Biden team, um, Mike Johnson, who has come up with a, a new plan that seems to be going nowhere. His idea is to have a two-part deal where they would fund the military and transportation and stuff so on uh, first and then have a separate plan to fund the rest of the government. Again, even if this gets through, it would only take the country through to mid-January. However, this new speaker is facing the same rebellion in the ranks that toppled Kevin McCarthy, the old speaker. Uh, he can only afford to lose four Republican votes, and already some of his mates say, eh, no way they're going to back this without spending cuts in immigration reforms and a whole list of things which would never get through the uh, Democratic-controlled Senate or win the backing of Biden. So Mike Johnson would need the support of some Dems to get this through, and they are yet to sign on. Of course, that's exactly what happened with McCarthy, right, who then was ousted because he worked with the Dems to keep the country operational. By the way, McCarthy now is openly lashing out at Matt Gates, who led the campaign, remove him. Uh, he says Gates told colleagues his big aim in politics was to be on television. Matt's goal was, his goal was to be the TV congressman. 
Um, and they came back and they kind of laughed and said, is that seriously what you want to be? He said, yeah, the TV congressman. That's what he wants to be known for. Well, Gates has shot back saying his thoughts and prayers are with his esteemed colleague, as McCarthy grieves over being dumped. Good time. See you Wednesday. Richard Arnold states, uh, by the way, it's a big, big doings this week. Uh, this is APEC, and maybe Luxon goes, maybe he doesn't, uh, but the real deal is on the sidelines of APEC itself, which is uh, Biden and Xi getting together for the first time in a couple of years. Uh, the pressure's massive. Nothing will be held back. Everything's on the table. What they want is greater diplomacy, of course, so they can talk about a whole bunch of stuff, climate, global health, economic stability, counter-narcotic efforts, resumption of some military-to-military channels. So all of that's frozen, all of it's a bit tense, so they can uh, cut through the ice at APEC this week. That's why Luxon, apart from anything so desperate to get there, of course. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.